around. Welcome, everybody. Hey, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I am Eileen Grimes, your astrologer, and we're here this week with my famous and wonderful co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm glad you're here. It's great to have you here. So today on the show, we have a lot of stuff happening. We have a, a very interesting guest, which is Lindsay McKenna. She will be on shortly. She's going to be talking about the big October surprise. And Red that, October. You, huh? The Red October. Red October. <laughs> oh, okay, that one too. Anyway, so, um, and this is the kind of thing that seems to happen just before a major election. And so um, she's seeing that happening in the astrological charts of what com- what is coming up also in Trump's chart. We're going to be taking a look at that. So it's going to be very interesting. So, by the way, if you want to see the chart she's looking at, if you are an astrologer, go to my Facebook page. It's Eileen Grimes, okay? And right on the front page, you just go down a ways and you can see the charts. You can click them and, and look at them in a bigger form. So you can do that, okay? And so we've got them here. I've got them spread across my computer screen, and we've got it all ready for her. So anyway, now next, we're going to have as the celebrity of the week, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and I was going to pick Aaron Rodgers because his chart was so plutonian. You saw it. It was really It was a great chart. It was great, yeah. But I thought, well, you know, there's really nothing interesting or newsworthy about him this week. So I thought, well, who's more newsworthy? And I was watching the thing, and I went, Oh, Princess Eugenie. Okay, we're going to do her. He might be interesting in February when you have that Venus-Jupiter conjunct hitting all that. Oh, yeah? Oh, Sag yeah. Sag in his all chart. All that Sag. He's got six planets in Sag. Yeah. Yeah. That's that a good idea. interesting. Yeah, that would be a good idea to look at. And because he's so Plutonian, I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> My goodness. I said screams every, it. Every single part of his chart has Pluto written in it. So, anyway... Um, so oh, I thought I would do him at some point. And if you just remind me to do that. So I will. Oh, thank you. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about her and her lovely wedding that she just had. She had a gorgeous wedding gown. Did you see her wedding gown? I did. It was I, really pretty. Well, the interesting part was the fact that she put stress on the gown to show her back where she had surgery when she was 12. Because yeah. she had scoliosis and had to have yeah. Titanium plates put in there. It is interesting. She, obviously, she was sort of proud of those scars. Sounds she, like. She's not afraid to show them. That's pretty cool. And there's a reason for that, by the way. Anyway, so we're going to talk about her here in a minute. I've got her astrological chart here. And we're going to talk about her. And we're going to do all our usual stuff, too. And so we're going to do that right after this message. So... Right after this message, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. 
Welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW. And it is time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Anyway, so Princess Eugene, Jeannie, it's hard to say that as you say Eugenie. Eugenie. I kind of like that too, but like Eugenie sounds even more exotic. Well, it makes it sound like royalty. Well, yeah, (laughs) she is royalty actually. Yeah, she is. (laughs) Yes, she is. Okay. Ninth, ninth through the throne is where she falls. She's ninth through the throne. Well, yeah. fat chance she'll ever get up there, but yeah. whenever knows. Considering second to the throne hasn't made it yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they he's in his 70s. In <laughs> he's in his 70s. I know. And she's in her 90s, you know, the queen now. I mean, yeah. the chances, of, you know, they have longevity in that family. They do. And so he'll eventually get there probably when he's, you know, Probably 80-something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. And and Princess Eugenie, I will call her that because I like that, uh, is the daughter of Sarah Ferguson and Prince Edward. Andrew. Andrew. Excuse me. Thank you for correcting yes, me. Andrew. I just couldn't remember which one it was. It's Andrew. It's Andrew. Okay. And so she was just married this uh, couple of days ago in mm-hmm. England in, at Windsor Castle, I believe. It Windy was. day. Windy day. Hats it was, flying off. It was a beautiful day, though. Fergie's hat flew off. <gasps> you know, I wish I'd seen that. I think her hat was over the top. <laughs> Literally though, over, well, the top. over the top. It was over the green bonnet <laughs> with the feathers going up that looked like horns. <laughs> it was just Fergie. Well, she's always been kind of over the top. Oh, she's not afraid to be out no, there. No, she's not afraid at all. I've not looked at her chart, but I think it would be interesting to she's see a, it. She's a Libra with Scorpio rising. Oh, okay. And she's a 12th houser. 12th houser, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. this is interesting with uh, Eugenie as far as being a Libra rising. Yes. And Leo at the midheaven. Right. All this Aquarius stuff, which Aquarius can just about draw anything. Pretty and much. her job is in control of the arts. Yeah, she, she's in control of the arts? She does a lot with the arts I big time. I didn't know that. Okay, so that's cool, and that makes sense. She is it? not a practicing or a royal that is out in public, so she's not functioning as a royal right. in public. And she has a job. But she has a job in the arts big time. That's good for her, and I think he does oh. too. He has a job somewhere, so they're both working. And, you know, okay, so let's talk about what her birth date looks like. Okay, her data is March 23rd. 1990 at 7.56 p.m. in London, England. And first of all, she has Libra rising. She has Aries sun. She's a sun in the sixth house next to Mercury. So she's very much work-oriented. She's mm-hmm. a workhorse. And she's not afraid to talk. Not afraid. No, she's not afraid to talk at all. And then she has all this stuff piled up at the bottom of her chart. I always thought it was kind of interesting because it reminds me of the Titanic sinking chart. Ah, you know, like how everything fell to the bottom of the chart, just sunk to the bottom of it's the chart. It's very interesting that she's just as Saturn's coming up and touching all the Uranus, Neptune, and then Saturn. Right. That she's getting married, so she's in her Saturn return. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, she is in her Saturn return, isn't she? She's coming up right on that. Yeah. Yep. So, so that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very common to see people get married right around their Saturn return. It's a sense of Very a, l- little, a different level of maturity and, and responsibility there that kind of takes over. So it's... Now, it's did a, she get married before the Venus went retrograde? No, she went after. Ah, went, not a good It time. was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was after. Yeah, it was just a couple of days ago. So yeah. it will be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, it will. So she has... 
In her fourth house, she has North Node and Aquarius conjunct. Gosh, everything here. Yeah, it's a conjunct all of that. Yeah. It's Mars, Venus, and the Moon, you know? And that... Very psychic. Very psychic, yeah. But also extremely off-center. <laughs> well, she's off-center, but she's very grounded. You have to give her that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, she, she has the Capricorn at is, the bottom of her chart. Everything is just loaded at the bottom of this chart. Right, so she has, has it underneath her feet. Jupiter's actually. the only thing sitting up there in the ninth, which is a great place for it to sit. Yeah, it is. So I wonder if she's she's had, well, you know, the education in, in the royal family is kind of dubious. You know, it's, they're all kind of tutored. Yep. You know, privately tutored. But I wonder if she's done more than that. I'm sure she is, being how she's got such a position with the arts. Yeah, right. And with the South Node in Leo, that means there's her lineage from the royal family. So it's very strong through yep. that chart. But I, I find it very interesting because, you know, she's she's a working person. And she I think she probably just thinks of herself as the common person. You know, and, you know I know she's a princess, but, you know, there's a, a level of commonality written into her chart. The sixth house, and also all the Aquarius. So it means she's human, and I don't think she takes advantage of her power or anything of that, you know, um, Mm -hmm. arbitrarily. She just, you know, she just gets along with everybody. That's the kind of thing I would think she's. She's kind of got well, with a mother like Fergie, yeah, who Mm -hmm. can play just about any crazy part she wants to play, yeah, and laugh it off and have a good time. That's a point. And God knows she went through her trials there. Yeah. That's very well. true. That's very true. And um, I was trying to remember what his chart was about, but he is a Taurus. So, yes, he does ground her, you know, having somebody. Because, you know, she has, let's break this down here. We've got one, two. Okay, her chart's pretty well laid out. Okay, so she's got one, two, water, a couple of fire, three, three uh, earth, and three air. So she's pretty well bound, bound, you know, she's pretty well done there. So pretty good and she has i just looked as far as to see her schooling is concerned and mm-hmm. she has been uh yeah i was curious about that calworth park school from 95 to 2001 mm-hmm. then saint george school near windsor castle until 2003 mm-hmm. uh the next five years she boarded at the melborough college in wilshire okay so she's very educated obviously yeah and she would get a lot of opportunities opening for her, too, as she continues her education, her I'm higher sure. education. Yeah. That's cool. No, yeah. she's definitely got things going on. She's a yeah, smart she girl. Does. Very smart. And um, she's now married, and I think that's going to, that is going to solidify her base. And this basically. is a long-time relationship that she's been with this guy. It's about eight, nine years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so that's very cool. So she's very level-headed. I would think, oh, that Aquarius down there, well, I don't know. But then she's got the Capricorn on the other side of the fence there. I so did like the tiara that she wore, being how it's over 100 years old. Yeah. With a 93-carat emerald sitting in the dead center. That's pretty amazing. And, and no one's worn this tiara for years. She's got the high beam on. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, big high beam, all right. Yeah. This was something that was given to uh, her grandmother. Oh, Okay. Uh, and the thing, I think, was made in 1912. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. That's interesting. So it's an old tiara that's been, as far as in the family, that's just been sitting there, but no one's wearing it. Okay. Mary was the one that had it. 
And it's interesting, interesting the time last night, Mary wore everything. She loved jewelry. She loved it. She <laughs> loved bling and more bling. Yeah. Yeah. But it would make sense that she would borrow from, from Mary, especially if it hasn't been that visible. She would do something that is slightly left of center, something that hasn't been seen before. Well, with that Aquarius stuff there, you better believe it's yeah. going to be left of center. That's right. <laughs> Way far left. <laughs> but that, oh, that was my computer. Turn your computer off, please. Oh, okay. I thought that was confirmation from no, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> you think every probably everybody probably heard that, everybody. Oh, man, I'll tell you. Anyway, I've got to turn this computer down. So, um, yeah, I I just find it interesting to contrast the Capricorn and the Aquarius. It's uh-huh. kind of like he's always grounded, yet there's also stuff in there that wants to keep wants to keep challenging her own boundaries. So it's interesting. Okay. Nice chart. Nice chart. Very nice. Okay, we're going to take another break right here. And when we get back, we're going to bring on Ms. Lindsay McKenna. Okay, this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi, this is a reading for Ms. Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. As we near retirement, Medicare coverage is very important and it's very confusing at the same time. However, Medicare does not cover everything and we will need supplemental plan to cover what Medicare does not. Susan Bergstrom is the Medicare specialist. She will help you get the best additional coverage. With her, the process is really easy and in the end, she will likely save you a lot of money. So, to schedule an appointment with Susan, she will come to you. Call 253-318-9379, or you can contact her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. And now I've got something new to talk about here for the next several weeks. We have the Alternative Talk listener survey going on on 1150kknw.com, and... This is our annual survey that we do to find out who, what you're listening to. And so it, is start, it started Monday uh, through Sunday, November 4th, and it's online. Just go to www.1150kknw.com and click on the words 2018 Listener Survey near the top of the page. And the reason why we asked to do this is because it's a really good chance for you to let us know what you know, let the management know what a, your favorite shows are, what your likes and dislikes are, what you want to hear in the station. And you can help shape station's future by letting your voice be heard. So how, remember I just said, go to 1150 KKNW and click on the words 2018 Listener Survey at the top of the page. And as an additional incentive, when you fill out the survey, you could have a chance to win a round trip passage on the Victoria Clipper to Victoria, B.C., plus a $100 gift certificate to Schwartz Brothers Restaurants. So just simply share your thoughts with us and have a chance to win. This is on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And it is time to bring out our fabulous special guest, Miss Lindsay McKenna. Hi, Lindsay. 
Hi there, Eileen and Doug. How are you two birds? Good. Good to hear your birds. Voice. We're birds? Okay. Yes, we're birds. We're, we're northern ones. <laughs> well, northern. let's put it this way. It's better to be birds than Republicans for this October surprise, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so we have a big, you have planned a big thing here, a big October surprise. So where would you like to start? Well, um, I'd like. I'm going to really cut to the chase because we don't have a lot of time. Not this a would lot be of good time. for a two-hour one. But anyway, we're well, going to still was... get through it. Yeah. Um, I want to go to the full moon chart that I set in Washington D.C. And okay. um, the full moon is uh, at one Taurus, 13 minutes on October 24, 2018, at 9:45 a.m. and that's PDT. Okay, And uh, I was curious to see uh, how Washington was going to be responding to the, the energy. So I set it for 12.45 p.m. EDT, Washington, D.C. So okay. that's, that's why you've got that particular uh, chart. Okay. Um, there are two huge things that are in operation at that time. One is a grand square, <clears throat> and the other is a grand trine. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, uh, the... Moon at uh, one Taurus is conjunct Uranus at zero Taurus, and it becomes the foundational uh, duo for not only the grand square, but for the grand trine. So these two are inexorably linked, whether anybody likes it or not. This is true. And um, so what it really says for someone who isn't an astrologer is, is that there's, this is huge. Uh, a grand square is enough by itself, but when you put a grand trine that's tied into that grand square by a planet or planets in a house, then you've got something that, that you've really got to start parsing, and uh, you become a forensic astrologer of sorts. Yes. So that's what I'm going to do today. Good. Um, so let's start, uh, first of all, with the grand square. And I'm going to give sound bites for our listeners <clears throat> that aren't astrologers. Um, okay. First of all, uh, this grand square, all right, just by itself, means changes in the air. Okay. Or? Or? Changing of the guard. Mm. Or <laughs> out with the old, which is the Republicans, in with the new, which is the Democrats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, full moon means situations and issues that come to a head and action is taken by you personally or by leaders of countries. Um, as an example, voting in the, the United States election, that's coming. things are coming to a head of a situation uh, to change things that voters, that voters don't like. Okay, So they're going to be going to cast their ballots to make that change. Okay. The full moon energy will affect our world, uh, a particular country or countries. Because the full moon is around the world. It isn't just the U.S., but I'm, I'm choosing to use the U.S. primarily as our focus. Mm-hmm. But it also affects leaders of those countries uh, on a, either on a personal level or an individual level with each individual or, again, with government officials. Uh, one thing that comes to mind is the uh, prince over in Saudi Arabia, who's in a lot of hot water for murdering yeah, a journalist, okay? Right. This is that... You know, it, it's like that full moon energy. It, the, the effect is worldwide, but we're going to focus on the U.S. So as far as I'm concerned, there's going to be jarring replacement of associations taking place. Mm-hmm. And like I said, out with the old, in with the new. Uh, for example, Democrats winning back the House uh, during the election, displacing the Republicans. 
Also, new associations take precedence over the old way of doing things, which is, you know, Trump's two years in office with mm. the Republican Party decimating our lives, our environment, and tax structure, just for starters. Um, the full moon uh, is where our emotions are at their peak and at their highest. And what I want to tell people is make sure you focus uh, your emotional energy on voting, if you're in the USA, to make your vote count. Mm-hmm. Um, the placement of these planets in particular houses will move around depending upon where you're setting up this this full moon chart in your state, your region, or your country. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're going to deal with the one in Washington, D.C. Now, there's also another what I call window of opportunity for Mueller to put out indictments on Americans who were knowingly and actively working with Russians to throw the 2016 election to Trump. Yeah, I was curious about that because of the October surprise, thinking something is going to slip out that's really going to hit well, people. Well, you know, I don't count on Mueller to uh, listen or do things that others might have done. Yeah, if true. those he indictments doesn't... come out before the election, uh-huh. it, it will be jolting and shocking to Trump and his mob. Uh-huh. Uh, if Mueller, And the other thing that Mueller might do is wait one day after the election. Uh-huh. And interestingly enough, there is a new moon on November 7th. Oh, okay. It would be perfect timing, and he would do something like that. Yes, he would. So yeah. it's going to be an earthquake either way, because the full moon for our October surprise is moon conjunct Uranus, mm-hmm. and uh, that means there's an earthquake coming, both literally and figuratively speaking, either for individuals, depending upon their nail chart, or for a country. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all going to get shaken up, whatever that means. Yeah, I would think so. Yep. And family will matter more than usual during this uh, full moon. And it may be that a family member falls sick, uh, an, an elderly family member might pass over, or one of the kids get into an accident of some kind and will be laid up for quite a while. Also, family wounds, you know, those skeletons of the causes? Yeah, I know about um, those. They're, they're going to be coming out to light in a shocking way for some families during this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, many who are affected by this particular full moon by aspect are going to see sudden shifts and changes in their close and career associates and friends. Now, we're talking primarily about the nodes, the north and south nodes. And uh, the nodes are about whom we live with, which is our family, Mm -hmm. uh, where we work, which is our career, or those organizations that we belong to and work within. There may well be a passing of a family member or a friend you know or a colleague at work or someone in the organization that you're part of. Often knows they're active when someone passes on. But I don't want anybody to freak out and think, oh, my God, I'm going to die. That's just not true. Yeah, I know. You had me, you had me scared there for a second. I was looking at my chart in my mind. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Doug. You're going to stick around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, Doug, oh, you're going to be thank, here for at least God. another five minutes. You must know I'm a Gemini. <laughs> well, so am I. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I'm surrounded by Geminis. Our, you really our, are. My producer's a Gemini, too, and I'm a Pisces, so we're all pairs. So there's right. eight of us. <laughs> right. Well, what I want to do is um, that's kind of, you know, the, the quick down and uh, dirty of this. I want to talk about who's in this grand square, and I'm going to start with the North Node at 1 Leo. Okay. It's conjunct uh, one of the Uranian planets, Volcanus, which is considered cosmic hand of God at 1 Leo. So the, the North Node and Volcanus are conjunct. They are square the Sun at 1 Scorpio, Apollon 
at 2 Scorpio, Venus at 4 Scorpio. Oh. And um, so, you know, then it, then that squares the south node at 1 Aquarius 11, which is in the first house, and then that squares the moon Uranus at 1 Taurus and uh, Uranus right. at 0 Taurus. I'm going to be taken out. I'm at 3 degrees Leo rising. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you better better hold on, Doug. <laughs> That's all I can oh, tell you. You're scaring me now, Lindsay. Nah, you'll be okay. Hey, you've survived everything else, Doug. You'll do just fine. Doug, you, you Doug know will be how fine. To, uh, you'll just... Yeah. You just have to like open your eyes and look on what's going on well, around okay. you. You know, it's called being alert. Okay, yeah. Yeah. you don't have right. your nose uh, stuck or glued to a uh, iPhone screen. You're up oh. you're looking around. You take you take the earbuds out of your ears and you start listening and you start looking around. That's what this particular two weeks means. Okay, it's like pay attention. Pay yep. attention. Lots of change coming here. Well, okay, and the other thing I want to talk about is another square is operational at that grand square, but it's not tied into it, but it's still just as effective. Um, Chiron, the asteroid, is at 28 Pisces, and it's squared uh, Caputo at 28 Sagittarius, and I'm going to get into what that means here. Um, That Chiron square Caputo is about family. Now, a family can be your blood family, or it could be like a mobster family, for example. Uh, the wound of the family uh, stain will become evident and known to everyone. And literally, it is the skeleton in the closet. Ooh. A moment for your personal family as well as your family of the USA. Something hidden is exposed and comes to the bright glare of day and the world at this time during that full moon. Mm. Now, I want to go back to the moon conjunct Uranus because it really is the the post, the foundation of both the That's grand square. That's a real, real trigger, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and the Grand Trine. Yeah, oh, um, that too. So the Moon conjunct Uranus is about your uh, emotional surprise, and that can be either good or bad depending upon the person who is on the receiving end of it. Uh, it's about explosions, and that can be literal or it can be figuratively. Mm. It can mean rising up in revolution. It can mean fanatics. It could be involving terrorism or assaults on others, such as a gunman murdering a lot of people. Mm. Um, and these are just a few of the contentious and sometimes violent energy rising out of that. However, we all know that, you know, these, these aspects are on a sliding rule from the darkest of the dark to the lightest of the light. Um, the moon rules women. <laughs> and it does, it doesn't it? Harness. And the focused rage of these women against the Trump mob, uh, they're going to go to the polls and they're going to make the changes needed uh, to keep our democracy strong and uh, vibrant. And interestingly enough, in the Washington, D.C. chart, that moon Uranus is in the fourth house. And this can be our Constitution. This is what it represents, our rule of law, our okay. home. It's the country we live in that we used to know and love. Yeah, yeah, so there, those changes are going to be foundational. Okay. All right. Now, moon conjunct Uranus opposite the sun, all right, which the sun in the Washington, D.C. chart is conjunct the midheaven on the 10th house, so this means it's the president who is the leader of our country. Oh, gee whiz. Okay. <laughs> and the leaders of the countries or countries are going to be challenged and knocked off their pedestals of power and challenged by everyday people at the ballot box in the USA as an example. Okay, we got to take a break here. Let's put that on hold. Okay, we'll, we'll bookmark that. 
And when we get back, we're going to talk more about that, okay, and the president's involvement with this. Okay, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi, this is for Ms. Wanda Buckner. She is a pet psychic and healer, and she's going to be teaching a Yusui Holy Fire Reiki 1 and 2 classes on November 3rd and 4th from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. in her office in Olympia, Washington. This course will uncover your natural abilities for healing. You will explore healing others in person and at a distance and explore communication in person at a distance. And this course is highly interactive with a lot of hands-on experience. You will be attuned to the Holy Fire Reiki energies and will be able to use them in your daily life. The tuition is $300. You can pay with PayPal, credit card, or by check. $75 non-refundable deposit to hold your spot. And you can also apply for a future class, or it could be applied to a future class or treatment session. And a 10% early bird discount if you pay in full by October 14th. So more information is available on her website at www.wandabuckner.com or by phone or text at 360-491-3187. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Nance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show. And welcome back to our co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. It's always a pleasure. It's good that you're here. And also we have Ms. Lindsay McKenna on the air. And let's pick up where we left off here. Okay. I've okay. Got just two more for the Grand Square. And they're okay. really important. Uh, the North Node conjunct Volcanus means that there's going to be a massive movement of voters. Much more voting in the midterms. Yeah, that's been people. indicated. That's been indicated on both sides, the Republican yeah, well, and the, the Democrat. Poll, the polls aren't even getting the the silent tsunami of the massive voters oh, coming. Yeah, that's and true. And the Volcanus with the North Node, okay, it really, really brings that home. It means an overwhelming amount of people voting, and the Congress, as well as the states, okay, are changing guard. Mm-hmm. The last one is the Sun conjunct Apollon at the 10th house. And you can literally see this uh, as voters tooting the horns in the walls of Jericho or Trump's mob is going to get blown down, Man. literally. Man, those, those trans-Neptunians are something else, aren't they? Yes, they are. And, and they, can, they can give you a very fine edge on, on what's really going on, because if you just looked at the sun and you go, okay, it's part of Grand Square, but with Apple on there, uh, it's, it's a force, what we call a force multiplier, and mm. it's, it's like a copy machine. Uh-huh. Uh, it just produces hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of people voting. And that's what's going to happen. Now, I don't know if we have time for the Grand Trine, or do you want to go to uh, to Trump's chart and how he's oh, going to... Oh, let's go to... to Trump's chart, but Doug has a question first. I, I just want to look at this from a different perspective for a second here. When you say the old guard, 
uh, and you did this based on D.C., and right. D.C. is actually owned by the Rothschilds. It, is this possible that we're looking at things deeper than just what is happening here in the last two years? That it's oh, a deeper, absolutely. Because yes. I think that this would say that we're going back to constitutional law because we've been working with admiralty law for way too long. Right. And that's all tied to King George III back in 1812. Yeah, when, crazy King George. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this it, it brings out a whole different picture going back and going deep. Mm-hmm. And right. I think you have to look at that on a deeper level here. Yeah, well, I I have. It's just I only okay. have so much time. And people okay, let's know go on to Trump. Let's hear them. your story but there. Let me, let, Doug, let me back you up on this, okay? If you look at the grand trine that's going on, it's yes. a trine between Saturn, Trans-Pluto, um, and the moon Uranus. And Saturn is the karma, Trans-Pluto are the masses, and the moon is women. And, again, it's all tied in with that moon Uranus, uh, both with the square and the trine. And Saturn is going to give everybody what they're due, okay? And this is what I like about it. And women are going to be mobilized beyond, beyond. But Saturn is also the old, old, deep guard okay. that you're talking about. And that, that's why I want to bring this issue in, because okay. this grand trine is working in concert with the grand square. They are not... Apart, they are together. Yeah, they I are see the tie. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, you want to go talk about Trump? And, okay, let's and start Trump. How how is he taking this? Yeah, um, I would say not well. Not well. <laughs> it's it's really a lot worse than not well. Um, <laughs> transiting the Hades, which is dust oh. to dust. Okay, it yeah. means everything's going to get scraped clean off the surface, and we start again. Unfortunately, it's just like, um, you know, the Hurricane Michael coming ashore and blasting, uh, what is it, uh, Mexico or right. the, the yeah. Florida town. Yeah. It, it's just blowing. That, that is a Hades moment, okay? Mm-hmm. And, that, and if you just hold that and if you see those pictures, you take that, and what it's doing is, is it's conjuncting Trump's Mercury, natal Mercury at 8, Cancer. Oh. Now, I've been watching uh, Trump's chart for a long time, and I can tell you the one trigger indicator that always pops off something huge and momentous and shocking and traumatic for Trump is his Mercury. Mm-hmm. Now, Hades is now conjuncted. Ooh. And, uh, you know, this, this is where the rubber meets the road, and he is going to get the shock of his life on this one. But it goes a lot deeper than just the election. I believe that Mueller is going to drop the indictments. Mm-hmm. Um, either very, you know, sometime between the 24th of October and probably November 7th on that new moon. Okay. One way or the other. And uh, he he is going to be devastated. His whole world, his whole rug is going to be pulled out from under him. That's how he's going to see this. Now, Hades is a trans-Neptunian. It moves really slow, doesn't right. it? Yep. How slow, how long is will it take, well, probably years going over his Mercury, uh, right? Yeah, it's it's going to be there for some time. And if you notice, if you watch, you know, and the Uranians, you don't want to take them more than two degrees out. Right. You, yeah, you it's a very ti- to, tiny, tiny orb. Right. Right. You, it's a really tiny uh, orb, and really you want to see it right on top of the natal planet. for So is it right on top of his natal planet? Well, his Mercury's eight 
uh, degrees cancer, 51 minutes. Right. And Hades is 8 degrees cancer, 36 minutes. I think that's pretty dang close, yeah. Uh, okay. It's close enough for hand grenades, let me tell you. <coughs> so, or, or horseshoes. Or horseshoes. Or, or horseshoes, that's yeah. right, Doug. Or as we used to say in college, it's close enough for jazz. There you go. Yeah. yeah. The other, the other there's a couple of other things here. Um, the transiting north nodes at 1 Leo, that uh, Volcanus is at 1 Leo, it is within orb uh, of his, of Trump's transpluto at 3 Leo. Ooh. And his Leo natally is in the 12th house. And so what I see happening is, is that, uh, you know, if we have this, this type of election, which I believe we will, and that we've talked about here today, that north node is new associations coming in, and that is going to really cause Trump a lot of issues from that time forward. Because when you get Democrats in the House, or maybe they take the Senate too, yeah. um, you know, the gameplay is all over for him. He's right. stuck. So the other thing, I looked at the Mars. I looked at the transiting Mars for that day. It's at 17 Aquarius, seven oh. minutes. And what it's doing is... is Putting an in conjunct with two of the uh, the Uranian planets, which is uh, Caputo at 17 Virgo and Apollon at 16 Virgo, in his natal chart. Mm-hmm. And this is where I say uh, his focus is going to be on his children. And this is why I'm I'm wondering if Mueller's going to drop this before um, or after you know the election. Mm-hmm. Because an inconjunct means that his whole focus, Trump's whole focus with that Mars, is his family. And <laughs> even worse, it's more than one member of his family. And I'm sure that when these indictments come down, uh, you're, going, you're going to see all of the Trump children indicted, including Ivanka. I was going to say, that was exactly you, what I was going to say. The whole, have, whole family uh, will be indicted. <clears throat> Pluto is going through his fifth opposition to his Saturn. Right. Yep. which is a very interesting transit going on at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge and, transformation. Right. And, I, well, Doug, what I try and do when I'm doing things like this, I try and keep the orbs really, really close. And I absolutely agree with you. Um, it's there, and it's quiet, and it's, it's going to, you know, the stuff is going to hit the fan when Pluto is yeah. within, you know, 20 uh, degrees of, uh, you know, his Saturn, 23 he, the closer it gets, the more he's going to uh, roast and uh, yeah. be impeached. So and I we, believe that, that Pluto is the impeachment planet in his yeah. chart. You know, the transit yeah, is. Yeah, and, and also Saturn is creeping back up again to oppose his, his Mercury, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, pay attention to that Mercury because, Yeah, it's you being know, hammered. Um, <laughs> It's it's really bad news. Now, what's interesting here is in the transiting chart for that, that full moon, Mercury is at 21 Scorpio. And, you know, that's, that is hitting, you know, really close, 21 degrees, mm-hmm. and he's got a Sag, uh, moon in 21 Sag. That's a semi-sextile, okay? Right. And, again, anything having to do with Mercury, because he's a Gemini, um, it's an irritant. That's what semi-sextile is. But okay. it can be a huge irritant, too. Right. And he's irritated with women because it's hitting his moon, and moon rule women. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. You well, know, it, I mean, that would explain a lot about his 
his little meeting with Kanye West yesterday. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, I just, I, yeah. I turned the TV on. I said, we're watching reality TV now. This is what this is. Yeah, well, I, I try not to watch it because it, it's so over the top. It's yeah. like, this is not the world I live in, and I'm not going to support yeah, it. I'm not going to support it either. But anyway, that's kind of it for his transits. Um, Those are significant get, transits, too. Uh, yes, he does. Yes, yes. <laughs> just I think a wee it's bit. a great soap opera, and I think it's going to be interesting just to watch it. Yeah. It well, will be. we don't have a choice, Doug. We're, we're sitting in front of, of the... Um, you know, the Cosmic TV watching this play out, but yeah. we also have a partnership in doing something about it, too. And um, I know that there's 153 million uh, men and women out here that are working really hard to get something done to get people to the uh, polls to vote. And yeah. uh, that's what it's going to take. I mean, democracy isn't free. you got to work your butt off to keep it. And this is one of those times uh, in our history where we're being called uh, to be patriots. Exactly. And and to save our democracy and save our constitution and save our way of life yeah. that we grew up in. Right. We want it for our children and grand grandchildren and beyond. Yeah. You know, my thought is is that since Pluto has been opposing our our, our natal Venus, no natal Sun in our in our country chart. Right. Yeah. And then also it's coming up to conjoin Pluto. Pluto conjoin Pluto in a few years. That's right. I mean, we're be, we're between we're in the rewrite at this point, as yep. far as I'm concerned, and that the whole structure has to disintegrate before it can be rewritten again, you know. And I think the re, the the falling apart is happening now. Right. It, well, and going back to what Doug said about the deeper uh, issues that are that here too. with the very very rich of the world who are planning to take it over, which they're doing a really good job of trying to do that right now. Uh, it's going to be the little people against the, the rich and the powerful. And right. we are seeing it play out time and again. But this isn't over. No. You know, even even if we can get uh, Trump impeached and out or indicted, it, it isn't over. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a long haul. And I agree with you that Pluto conjunct Pluto back to its natal position. Yeah. We're in the middle of that rewrite, and that's a really good way to say it, I think. Yeah, it's a rewrite completely. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean... Uh, well, uh, I understand on TV shows they rewrite a lot of this stuff before they put it on there. What do you say about out. lying? What was that, your favorite saying? Oh, why tell the truth and ruin a good story? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I really yeah. do. Well, you know, this grand trine that we can't really talk about, uh, my sound bite for the grand trine is hell hath no fury like an American woman scorned. Right. Ah. Yeah, that makes sense. Go really take a look sense. at that trine. Yeah. As and a matter of fact, we might have a little bit of time after the break. We've got to take a break right okay. here. Okay. So All we'll right. come back and we'll see if we can attempt that. Okay. okay. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. Thanks in part to Anti-Icky Poo, the product that gets the stink out, we cover the world of animals. This week, October 14th, it's a Harmonic Energy Shifting Sunday with Jude and Paul Potton from the Whispering Dragon Center in Seattle in the studio. They'll have their acutonic forks and chimes, Tibetan bowls and bell, Pua Didge rattles ready to go to do remote treatments for you and or your animal friends on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Hi, this is for Ms. Grace Sequoia. She's the owner of a wild dryad, and that's up in Everett, Washington. 
but her actual workspace is at the Creative Workspaces in Linwood, her brand new office, and her new office number is 206-487-3190. So if you want to call her for a class or workshop or esoteric crow study and intuitive life path lineup, you can go to www.awilddryad.com, and she's at the um, the, the place, <laughs> the Vision Quest, that's it, Vision Quest on Mondays from 12 until 4, and she does readings there every Monday. Okay, and next, Ms. Samantha Blodell, who is a Reiki and Aura practitioner. She has brand new Reiki classes starting, Reiki 1 at October 14th in 2018, 10 to 4 p.m. or by appointment. That's a beginning Reiki class. That's $175. Reiki 2, October 21st, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. or by appointment. That's for deeper healing. That's $225. And third, Reiki 3, November 3rd, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. or by appointment. Advanced class for $300. And also, she's got a fun party coming up on October 30th. Halloween Spirit Circle and Party. It's going to be at 7 to 10 p.m. in Mount Vernon, Washington. And if you want to find out about any of those things, you can contact her at www.soulsupper.com. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I'm Eileen Grimes, and my co-host Doug Johnston is here. Yeah. And it's a good show yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Anyway, so uh, we also have Ms. Lindsay McKenna. We have the last seven minutes or so, and we want to talk about the Grand Trine. Okay. Okay. All right, so the Grand Trine, uh, going back to the Washington, D.C. full moon chart, um, involves the moon conjunct Uranus in the fourth house. Right. Trine trans Pluto at 2 Virgo in the eighth house, and it is trine Saturn at 4 Capricorn in the 12th. Oh, and if you notice, those are the terminal houses, kids. Yes. And you know what we say about the terminal houses? What do you say about them? Uh, it's the end of things. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And and cardinal signs, for instance, are the beginning of things. Oh, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, you, you, the trines are usually seen as something good, all right, by most natal astrologers. But I'm a medical astrologer. And I can uh, tell you that it has another side. You know, everybody sees the light side of right. trines, but here's the dark side. Uh, and I see it all the time because I deal with the medical. And I can tell you it also means, for instance, a trine is a proliferation and a multiplication of cancer cells that kill someone. Oh. So I do not view trines as always good oh. or fortunate. Instead... Mm-hmm. Um, I view a trine or a grand trine as an ease of energy movement in a specific direction. Right. I agree. That's that's a really important uh, ruler to use for a trine or a grand trine. It's an ease of energy movement in a specific direction. Now, that direction is determined by the houses that are involved, okay, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the planets involved. And it can be, you know, this grand trine can you know, symbolize that it's uh, toward a person, a place, such as Washington, D.C., or things like the U.S. election. Right. Um, so uh, what I want to talk about is this trine has the following planet. Saturn is about karma. What you have coming to you, good or bad, it's, it's what you've earned mm-hmm. or haven't earned, okay? Um, 
and that's at 4 Capricorn, and it's in the 12th house. And the 12th house is about hidden movement. Mm-hmm. For instance, the hidden Sunumi wave of women and men voters mm-hmm. who are going to the polls to remove the Republicans from office from the dog catcher uh, in the county up to and including everybody in Congress. Wow. Okay? A hidden movement. Mm-hmm. Now, on the dark side, it can be crime, fraud, lies. Mm-hmm. outing um and and when you get saturn involved and it is in the 12th house of the washington dc chart conjunct the ascendant so this thing is powerful and it it has a knack of outing those involved in nefarious deeds nefarious. and outing them to the public via the media okay so that's just saturn now it's trying the moon the women uh, are ruled by the moon. The moon yes. rules the public in general. Mm-hmm. The, wo- the moon is everybody's emotions. And interestingly enough, it's conjunct Uranus, which stands for shock, surprise, yes. revolution, right. among many other things. And it is in the fourth house or the home mm-hmm. of that Washington, D.C. chart, which is our constitution, our laws, uh the fairness, and our government. Okay. Then it's trying trans-Pluto. And trans-Pluto rules over major changes in population, their mindset, how they see reality, and it's always transformational. Okay. Uh, Again, it's like standing, you know, if if you were in uh, Hurricane Michael where it hit land, Mm -hmm. the whole town is decimated, all right? And, And you have to start all over from scratch with a new reality. Right. That's what Transpluto is. Right. Okay. You know, let me ask you here. I have a question. You know, with the, given the last uh, election in 2016 was such a shock when all those, you know, those things with Russia, the manipulating our, our election system. Right. Do you see something like that <clears throat> happening this time? Do you think it could be repeating or in the other direction? I, you know, what you're saying is it because of the involvement so much with Uranus in these charts, in whether it's the Grand Square or the Grand Trine, the Uranus thing is going to create some sort of major upheaval that is going to be completely out of the blue. So what do you think about that? Well, there's several things here. First of all, uh, Saturn is in the 12th house. Okay. okay? Caputo, which is the family, is in the 12th house. Mm -hmm. And so... um, what I see is a lot of behind the, the uh, scenes, black ops, uh, work going on with our 17 agencies, our security agencies, and they are moving at the speed of light, and they're, they're, they're at war right now with Russia mm. on, on the computer, the Internet, mm. um, and so are a lot of the other countries who are uh, friendly with the U.S., and also, you know, you've got China, you've got Iran, um, you've got <laughs> Russia all trying to uh, rig the system again. And so exactly. you have a monumental battle going on for the soul of America. Right. And that's what that trine is all about. Okay. Okay. And it's like, well, who's, who's going to win this thing? It's, <laughs> it's going to be the, the women that are going to win the day. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. And with Venus retrograde, my God, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, that force has been, it's, it's been stealthified, okay, for lack of a better way of saying it. 
you know, that people are going to notice it that much more. And I have certainly felt that over the, since it went retrograde. I felt an unbelievable calm and really feel wonderful. I was really hoping we could have Venus retrograde all the time. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it seems to be doing really well on my self-worth, you know. And it's been, really, it's been tested a lot in the last week. And I go, uh-uh, I'm not going to buy into any of that stuff. You know, I'm really having to look at what's really inside and what I can pull out of my hat, you know, to see what works. But I think that's what we're talking about. If that's happening with me, I think it's happening with everybody. Yeah. Everybody is strengthening their inner feminine resolve. Right, and that's exactly what's going on. It's mm-hmm. girding up for the war. Uh-huh. And, and you get very calm. I mean, I used to be an EMT and a mm-hmm. firefighter, and I could tell you I've been, been in life and death situations. And uh, I can tell you that just before something happens, there is this, what I call the dead calm. Mm-hmm. And it's like you are in the core of yourself at the deepest, deepest possible root level. Yeah. And it's like you are unshakable and you're That's at peace true. with yourself mm-hmm. and you're at peace with where you're at yeah. with the world. And it's like you're just waiting. Just waiting. That's exactly what it feels like. And the full moon's a like great it. trigger. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. But let me tell you more trigger. about Trans-Pluto because this, this gets into what Doug was saying Yeah, we have uh, a couple earlier. more minutes, so go ahead. Okay. Well, the trans-Pluto uh, also means major changes in the population. Like I said, their reality, it's transformation. And it's in the 8th house, okay, in the Washington, D.C. chart. And the 8th house is the government, the leaders, the CEOs, the Rothschilds, uh, all of the power grabbers. It's sitting in there. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that it's trying the moon, Uranus, in the fourth house of the United States and its constitution. So there's this amazing, powerful battle going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, all of this time frame for that two weeks is at its peak. And that includes Russia. Russia's back in the Saturn uh, that's part of this trine in the 12th house because they're our enemy. Right. And the 12th house is where our enemies reside. Yes. And so we basically, you know, you can look at uh, Saturn and trans-Pluto as Goliath, and here is the little moon Uranus is David. Right. Okay? I mean, there's so much symbology in this, and it's terminal. That means there is an ending to this. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Okay? Yes. And if it goes the way I think it's going to go, um, it is it's going to put a huge fracture into the deeper levels of Deep the space. rich Deep who stuff. are trying to take yes. over the world. You know, we've got to we have to cut out now, honey. So we got to okay. We got a lot done now. It was fantastic. Great. Thank, thank you so much, Lindsay, for being on the show today. Well, you're welcome, and, and we'll, uh, we'll have great you on again. Feedback. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, that was awesome. All right. Okay, so we have now the live reads, so we're going to do that real quick. Okay, tonight is the Psychic Showcase at Cars Restaurant, 11006 Bridgeport Way in Lakewood. Doors open at 5, programs at 6, $5 to get in. The speaker is Corina Hartman. She's going to be talking about something. I'm not sure what, but yeah, that's really good. Anyway, and there's also a special event tonight. It is the Team of Light Productions presenting an evening of light at the Landmark Convention Center in the Stadium District. It is tonight, opens at 6 o'clock. Tickets are $35. It is tonight with Mary Beckman and a whole host of other people. Okay, so let's see what else we got here. Alrighty, and we can get a hold of you, Doug Howe. 
at 206-769-4924 or at Karina's Bakery on Tuesdays. And you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or the show page um, is JupiterRisingShow.com. And so that's it for us. We had a really quick show today, and we will see you next week with Mr. Jared Dooley. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio.